Chapter 12 Now these are the men who came to David at Ziklag, while he was still shut up, because of Saul, the son of Kish, they were among the strong men, his helpers in war. They were armed with bows, and were able to send stones, and arrows from the bow, with right hand or left, they were Saul's brothers, of Benjamin. Ahiezer was their chief, then Joash, the sons of Shammah the Jibethite, and Jezeel and Pilot, the sons of Asmaveth, and Berekah and Jehu the Anathothite, and Ishmael the Jibonite, a great man among the thirty, and their chief, and Jeremiah and Jajel and Yohanan and Josabad the Gedrathite, Eluzai and Jerimoth and Belia and Shemariah and Shephatiah the Harufite, Elkanah and Ashai and Azarel and Joazer and Jashabim, the Karaites, and Joel and Zebediah, the sons of Jerome of Jeddah, and some of the Gandites, siding with David, went to a strong place in the wasteland, great and strong men, trained for war, expert in the use of arms, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and they were quick-footed like rows on the mountains, Ezra their chief, Obadiah the second, Eliab the third, Mishmana the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atay the sixth, Aleel the seventh, Yohanan the eighth, Elzabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, Mishbani the eleventh. These Gadites were captains of the army, the least of them was captain over a hundred men and the greatest over a thousand. It was they who went over Jordan in the first month, when the river was overflowing, and put to flight all the people of the valleys, to the east and to the west. And some of the children of Benjamin and Judah came to David in his strong place. And David went out to them, and said to them, If you have come in peace to give me help, my heart will be united with yours, but if you have come to give me up to those who would take my life, though my hands are clean from wrongdoing, then may the God of our fathers see it and give you punishment. Then the Spirit came on Amasai, who was chief of the captains, and he said, We are yours, David, we are on your side, O son of Jesse, may peace be with you and peace be with your helpers, for God is your helper. Then David took them into his army and made them captains of the band. And some of the men of Manasseh came over to David, when he went with the Philistines to the war against Saul, but he gave them no help. For the lords of the Philistines, after discussion, sent him away, saying, He will go back to his master Saul, at the price of our lives. Then when he went back to Ziklag, there came over to him, of the men of Manasseh, Adna and Josabad and Jejel and Michael and Josabad and Elihu and Zilithi, captains of thousands from the armies of Manasseh. And they gave David help against the armed bands, for they were all great men of war, and captains in the army. And from day to day more supporters came to David, till he had a great army like the army of God. These are the numbers of the chiefs of the armed men, ready for war, who came to David at Hebron, to give the kingdom of Saul into his hands, as the Lord had said. There were six thousand, eight hundred spearmen of the children of Judah, armed for war, seven thousand, one hundred of the children of Simeon, great men of war, of the children of Levi, four thousand, six hundred and Jehoiada, chief of the family of Aaron, and with him three thousand, seven hundred men, and Zadok, a young man, great and strong in war, with twenty-two captains from his father's people, and of the children of Benjamin, the brothers of Saul, three thousand, for up to that time the greater part of them had been true to Saul. And of the children of Ephraim, twenty thousand, eight hundred great men of war, men of great name in their families. And from the half-tribe of Manasseh, 18,000, listed by name, came to make David king. And of the children of Issachar, there were 200 chiefs, 
men who had expert knowledge of the times and what it was best for Israel to do, and all their brothers were under their orders. Of Zebulun, there were fifty thousand men, who went out with the army, expert in ordering the fight, to give help with all sorts of arms, true-hearted men. And of Naphtali, a thousand captains with thirty-seven thousand spearmen. And of the Danites, twenty-eight thousand, six hundred, expert in ordering the fight. And of Asher, forty thousand who went out with the army, expert in ordering the fight. From the other side of Jordan, there were a hundred and twenty thousand of the Reubenites and the Gundites and the men of the half-tribe of Manasseh, armed with every sort of instrument of war. All these men of war, expert in ordering the fight, came to Hebron with the full purpose of making David king over all Israel, and all the rest of Israel were united in their desire to make David king. For three days they were there with David, feasting at his table, for their brothers had made ready food for them. And those who were near, as far as Issachar and Zebulun and Naphtali, came with food on asses and camels and mules and oxen, with meal for food and cakes of figs and masses of grapes, and wine and oil and oxen and sheep in great numbers, for there was joy in Israel. Chapter 19 Better is the poor man whose ways are upright, than the man of wealth whose ways are twisted. Further, without knowledge desire is not good, and he who is over quick in acting goes out of the right way. By his foolish behavior a man's ways are turned upside down, and his heart is bitter against the Lord. Wealth makes a great number of friends, but the poor man is parted from his friend. A false witness will not go without punishment, and the breather out of deceit will not go free. Great numbers will make attempts to get the approval of a ruler, and every man is the special friend of him who has something to give. All the brothers of the poor man are against him, how much more do his friends go far from him? He who gets wisdom has love for his soul, he who keeps good sense will get what is truly good. A false witness will not go without punishment, and the breather out of deceit will be cut off. Material comfort is not good for the foolish, much less for a servant to be put over rulers. A man's good sense makes him slow to wrath, and the overlooking of wrongdoing is his glory. The king's wrath is like the loud cry of a lion, but his approval is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is the destruction of his father, and the bitter arguments of a wife are like drops of rain falling without end. House and wealth are a heritage from fathers, but a wife with good sense is from the Lord. Hate of work sends deep sleep on a man, and he who has no industry will go without food. He who keeps the law keeps his soul, but death will be the fate of him who takes no note of the word. He who is pity on the poor gives to the Lord, and the Lord will give him his reward. Give your son training while there is hope, let not your heart be purposing his death. A man of great wrath will have to take his punishment, for if you get him out of trouble you will have to do it again. Let your ear be open to suggestion and take teaching, so that at the end you may be wise. A man's heart may be full of designs, but the purpose of the Lord is unchanging. The ornament of a man is his mercy, and a poor man is better than one who is false. The fear of the Lord gives life, and he who has it will have need of nothing, no evil will come his way. The hater of work puts his hand deep into the basin, and will not even take it to his mouth again. When blows overtake the man of pride, the simple will get sense, say sharp words to the wise, and knowledge will be made clear to him. He who is violent to his father, driving away his mother, is a son causing shame and a bad name. A son who no longer gives attention to teaching is turned away from the words of knowledge. A good-for-nothing witness makes sport of the judge's decision, and the mouth of evildoers sends out evil like a stream. 
Rods are being made ready for the man of pride, and blows for the back of the foolish.